0: Hey, JT. Hey, Jeremy. Can
1: I ask you a question? Yeah, buddy. What's up? Do you want to watch this movie? It's way back from the 80s. I never watch it anymore. Not since I had cable TV. I might have really liked it, but maybe not. I guess we'll just have to see. Would you want to watch this movie? I can't promise it's a good movie.
0: Let's proceed.
1: July 13th, 1984. The question, JT, would you watch The Last Starfighter? Now, the movie has a 67 on Metacritic. It stars Lance Guest and Robert Preston. I've talked about these two before. From the last time I mentioned The Last Starfighter on our classic uh, Wobe Gun video game episode. So here's the thing, JT, I gotta fess up with you. I actually saw this movie about two years ago, but I had it on the list on purpose. See, we're in luck. You know, a few years ago, and I've told you this, my buddy Jeff and I had, and he's one of our listeners. Hey, Jeff. He and I had this idea for this podcast back in the day. I won't go into the details of our original concept because it's way too meta, but in that podcast idea, we were also going to be talking about movies and not just any movies, but specifically movies we had fond memories for from our childhood that we hadn't seen in quite a long time, you know, like our childhoods. So as it turns out, JT, we actually recorded ourselves a trial episode. And in that trial episode, part of what we did was give a description of the movie from memory. And I have those notes here. So July, 2018, Jeremy has, memories are recorded. And I'm just gonna do a, t- I did a tiny bit of tweaks and touch-ups, but 2020 Jeremy's about to read that to you now.
0: Deal? Uh, this is the most meta thing ever. Yeah, let's go. It's
1: it, it's meta, but like, you know, it, so is the whole darn thing. And I think that I think this qualifies. So here's from, from 2018, here's what I wrote. So this video game is like sent to the entire galaxy on planets. Or maybe the whole universe. I don't remember everywhere who gets it. And I never really understood this part because does every different civilization have their own arcade games? Like, do they all have those consoles from the 80s? Anyhow, this video game secretly recruiting players. Uh, some dude... Now, I wrote Alex, question mark, question mark. It turns out, yeah, it was Alex. Has a girlfriend and is down on his luck or young and maybe poor or something. Now, I wrote... Maybe lives in the trailer park. And again, yes, he does live in the trailer park. Anyhow, Alex plays the game a lot, and he's really good. And he, I think, wins the game. Uh, again, edit is, he didn't actually, like, win the whole game, but he scored a high enough score to, to qualify. Anyhow, shortly thereafter, some alien space shifter scary dude thing comes and finds him, as does some alien assassin dude thing. And... Now, JT, if you're thinking to yourself, wow, that sure sounds like a lot like Terminator, right? So, sort of a similar plot point there, right? Uh, Yeah. But check this out. This this movie came out three months before T1. Alex goes with the good guy alien. They go on some mission and then Alex chickens out. Uh, again, absolutely correct. And Alex now comes back home to Earth. So this mission was out in outer space, of course. Uh, Some things happen on earth and Alex is then eventually going to go back into space. Um, And he had some kind of doppelganger thing that was playing as him. And that doppelganger thing dies. I think sadly 2020 note nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in the outer space, you know, colony or whatever, wherever they are in space was destroyed. And there's also some kind of magic space shield thing, Uh, by the way, again, yes. So now Alex is on his own, of course, and he kicks ass in some kind of sneaky way. And then his spaceship has like this super power up thingy and wins the day, gets the girl, makes his mom happy and moves into outer space. Check, 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 check. Totally nailed all of these major plot points. That's what I wrote. And again, notes were right. I could now add a lot more color, but I'm not going to. And I could actually add a lot more prose because that's how I'm rolling a lot these days, but I'm still not going to because I thought it was just so interesting, A, that this was another one of those I remembered really well, and B, on retelling, how much it really resembled like Terminator. Another story I thought it really resembled was Ender's Game. Are Mm. Are you a reader of the Ender's Game? I am, yes. Last Starfighter came out a year before Ender's Game. So what I'm, I'm saying here to you in 2020, pals, is that Last Fighter might have just invented this entire trope. Wow. So would you watch it? Uh,
0: based on that, yes, I would. Um, so as always, I did watch the trailer, and I wrote a couple small notes when I watched the trailer to see... I, I was actually thinking about pitching you if I got this right, but because I'm talking to both... Present day Jeremy and history Jeremy, twenty eighteen Jeremy. I felt like I wanted to see how you guys reconciled first. The very quick synopsis that I wrote was: Discount Tom Hanks plays asteroids, goes to space, becomes better looking, comes home, saves people.
1: How'd I do? That's pretty good. That's that's really good. I think the Discount Tom Hanks is spot on. (laughs) You know, he's no Skeet Ulrich, but you know, (laughs) right? I, I think you absolutely nailed it and and we don't, by the way 2018 Jeremy right now is actually just stupefied looking at 2020 and just can't understand what the heck's going on here so we're just going to leave him out of the rest of the conversation
0: fair he's that's totally
1: fair he's in a whole like 20 not one thing on his bingo card for 2020 has been on on point
0: yeah 2018 Jeremy is definitely getting in the almost DeLorean from this movie and flying away to space <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's like, when did you guys invest in all the dumpster fires? What you all do? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, last Starfighter. I will say, on on rewatching the the a couple of years ago, I was really excited to see how much it stood up. Again, hits the category of will show my kids. Actually, probably pretty soon. There's a couple of like scary alien faces, but holds up.
0: So I absolutely think, yeah, so this is definitely going to go into the JT would watch and JT may very well may watch. Um, But I do want to introduce one new trope as we have this whole new podcast, which is I want to introduce the Jeremy scale of 80s Ooh. Uh, on a scale of one to five being one, meaning it's like this is the defining 1980s movie to a five, which is this is the worst the 80s had to offer. Where does The Last Starfighter fall?
1: First of all, I think it's just great that your your one is the top score, because usually when you give someone a one to five or one to ten, the one is the, you know, abysmally bad. Yeah. Uh, but I do think if we're going to do this, I'm going to play along in real time and say, I think instead of a one, to, so it's a one to five, how 80s was this, right?
0: Yeah, basically. So the, by the way, the reason that it's it's one to five is because we're a top five podcast.
1: Yeah, um, I, I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one would be penultimate, must see, it is the 80s versus five being one of the worst things the 80s ever produced and should be forgotten forever.
1: So another way of thinking about it, it's like on the scale of Breakfast Club to Krull, where does this go? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going for. But I didn't
0: want to pick two movies because I was afraid I'd pick the wrong ones and then get yelled at by Jeff and your friends. (laughs) You might, you might.
1: Um, It's not quite a big, but it's definitely, definitely better than a gung ho. That's a great, that's great. This, this is working. This,
0: this is working. This is exactly what I wanted this to be.
1: (laughs) And and I think from this point on, we will only use the movies that I have pitched you on as well as classic 80s films as our reference points. Perfect. Done. Uh, It's definitely better than The Golden Child, but to be really, really clear, it is no Fletch. There it is. (laughs) But I wouldn't actually use movies like Fletch in in this because I don't think Fletch is, while it obviously takes place in the 80s, it's not like an 80s, It doesn't like embrace itself in eighties pop culture. You know what I mean? It just—it's yeah. You could you could actually reset Fletch today. You'd obviously have to change a couple of quick plot points, but it's it wouldn't fall apart because it's Fletch. Yeah, I mean, and you got me talking about Fletch.
0: Well, you don't get to use Fletch like I don't get to use the replacements.
1: (laughs) Okay. So we have to figure out next week's movie now. Yes, sir. I have to again. You always have the ability to say, "Seen that, bro." But uh, you' don't have to say it that way. First choice is after, and again, no details. We're sticking with the zero details. It is a title of a movie. That's all I want. Option one, after hours. Okay. Option two, the abyss.
0: Oh, I want I want you to tell me about the abyss.
1: You've never heard of it. No. That's amazing. There was a good year in, I, I mean, I'm, I'm now borrowing from next week's episode, but there's like a year in like 88 or 89 or something around then when The Abyss was, HBO could have called itself like Home Box Office and The Abyss. It was just <laughs> on like, I think every night. And that's again, 80s kid memory of like, probably not, that was probably like the only thing I was allowed to watch on HBO at the age. Right. The Abyss was on a lot. And anyone listening to this in that era is going to be like, oh yeah, he's right. It was on the lot.
0: Well, listen, next week, would you watch The Abyss? We'll see you then, everybody.
1: You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.